So I've been making excuse after excuse as to why I have not made any content for you guys. And so tonight I just am going to come off the dome and talk to you guys about a couple of things that I feel are important. So as a recently, everybody is rich. Everybody, for the most part, has come into money, right, because of this pandemic which has resulted in an uptick of women getting their bodies done, modifying their bodies, which has been going on, but it's become more common because it has become more accessible to regular women. So, um, of course, you see humans, they have to shame anything that's different or out of the norm. So, of course, it's a lot of shaming going on with women who have their bodies done. Me personally, I believe that it is a spectrum to everything. Everything is not black and white. So I'm gonna start first with the dangers of surgery. So with breast implants, there's like an 80% chance that a woman will get breast cancer. It's almost inevitable if she does not get cancer that she becomes sick. It is called breast implant illness and the FDA will not recognize it as a real disease because they feel like it is self-inflicted so a lot of women don't talk about it but basically breast implant illness just comes from your body knowing that it's something foreign inside of it and it trying to push it out and because it can't come out a bunch of health problems arise instead I followed a story on a young lady who had her boobs done and she looked amazing to me. She looked great. However, she was very uh, transparent about her health issues that she faced, which was like symptoms of lupus, um, like water retention, all type of health problems that she did not have, which I think nobody talks about enough because we just want to look good. We we are a generation who are who are addicted to aesthetics, right? We don't really care what the inside looks like long as the outside looks good. And I'm not going to say that every girl who has body modifications is ill because I just don't think that that's true. But there are more of them who are not well than you know, because they're not going to tell you about the blood clots, about their health problems that they're experiencing. They're just going to continue to look amazing. Okay, so really, I wanted to make this really for the young women. I feel like the grown women have a better perception of life and consequences. So I just feel like grown women, if you choose, if you do choose that route, I, I pray that you have done your research on it and you take the best possible route. But also there's an uptick in young girls getting their bodies done fresh out of high school, 17, 18, 19. And I don't think that their their brains have developed well enough to even consider what is it going to look like 10 years from now? What is the health complications that can arise? What am I going to look like 20 years from now? I don't think that they have the depth to think that far when they just have, you know, disposable income at their fingertips. And I've been seeing it a lot more, I want to say since Kylie Jenner, um, you know, became an icon, basically a body icon. If you guys have not paid attention, 
most of Kylie's followers are young girls, okay? No no grown woman follows Kylie Jenner. I mean, they do, but no, nobody's really trying to emulate her or copy her. It's really so much more the teens. I don't even think that they should be on social media for a lot of reasons. That's a whole nother podcast. But it happened when they saw Kylie Jenner doing it. Why? Because Kylie Jenner was relatable. She was closer to them in age. She was the baby sister. You know, she was the last of the Kardashian clans to jump off the porch and go ahead and get her body done. So because of that, she was much more relatable to the younger crowd. So now you're seeing seeing younger and younger women who have these Jessica Rabbit shapes, right? So what I always like to tell younger younger girls is it is experimentational. It's an experiment. Why is it an experiment? Because plastic, the plastic surgery world is not even truly considered the medical field because it is aesthetic. It is for looks only. It's not for health. And it actually causes health problems. So, you know, they're not considered real doctors. They are skilled in making you look good. They're skilled in making you probably feel amazing um, by boosting your self-confidence. But they will not probably disclose the many, many health complications that you could face. And what I like to tell everybody is, you know, Kim K came out of the generation where, you know, the the first video vixen um generation that was not natural anymore okay it was her it was lola monroe it was amber rose they're the ogs they're the body my ogs okay so if you want to have an idea of what you may look like 10 to 15 years later look at these women and i think that actually lola monroe looks really good and amber rose looks amazing too kim i think Kim is beautiful. Kim is gorgeous to me, but I don't like um, how her surgeries aged. And I think that a lot of women just do not care for the moment. And I think that you guys should. Why? Because once you get your first body surgery, young ladies, once you get your first body surgery, you cannot just leave it. Okay. Once you get your first body modification, you don't you don't just see people go once why because now you you have set yourself up to have a lifetime of surgeries especially if you're getting things put in now if you're just getting fat sucked out you might be straight um i know that tummy tucks are pretty they've been doing them for a pretty long time they've also been doing the breast implants for a long time it's the butt that is fairly new and now they've come up with fat transfer which i feel like is the healthier version simply because it is from your own body but a side effect from that is the fat traveling to places that it's not supposed to go which causes women to have to keep going back over and over and getting this fixed and getting that fixed and getting this fixed so when it comes to implants, um, you cannot just get a pair of implants put in your body and you just leave them there forever. That's not how that works. Um, it's, it's very toxic, literally can be septic, and that's just not how that works. You're supposed to change them out every three to five years. So 
you're looking at about $100,000 to $150,000 in a lifetime just for maintenance of your body. So that is something that you should keep in mind. Will you have 10, 20,000 on hand after your first surgery to get this fixed or get that fixed or one of your your implants uh is lopsided or it has moved. You know, you they're not going to fix that for free. You have to have bread to fix that. So keep in so keep in mind that you cannot just get your body done and I'm just fine forever. Sweetheart, you have to go to the gym for one. And secondly, you must um take care of your boobs, especially. And you must get those changed in and out because those are our breasts. They're very um, you know, they're fragile. That is a part of our one of the things that make us amazing, that's how we feed our babies. So being that they're so fragile, yes, um, you're just kind of asking for breast cancer. If you just leave, I mean, once a set of implants have been in for 10 years even, I would be afraid to hear what are the consequences of that because of all the, oh, the leakage and things growing over it, okay? So... Um, my take on body modifications, I feel like the plastic surgery world is now over serving its purpose, just like Big Pharma. Um, at one point, it was, you know, body modifications were done literally to nip and tuck and to fix, you know, this and that and fix little imperfections or things we didn't like about ourselves or you know, we had a few kids and we just want to go back to what we look like before we had them. And it used to just be really for body positivity. But now I think that it has been distorted and now we've crossed the line into something else. Um, bringing on a new era of, um, I've talked about it before, transhumanism and basically grooming us and getting us used to seeing um, half humans and half something else. Okay, so... Now we've crossed over into an era where now women are not looking like themselves anymore. Like you're a totally different person. So where where do you draw the line of self-hate? You know, I don't know, but it's not really the problem. The, the modifications themselves are not the problem. It's the health issues, the complications that come after it. It's the healing process that is deadly. Um... There's like a death rate for the BBLs. Actually, that's one of the most dangerous surgeries ever. You know, it's one of the most hardest surgeries for the body to to heal from. If you are considering um, the BBL, I advise you to go on YouTube and just look at different young ladies healing journey. And it will it's truly very gruesome, very gory, lots and lots of blood. And it, and it kind of breaks my heart because this is literally a manifestation of obsession with backsides that we cannot explain. The obsession with backsides from way, way before the 90s, way before the 80s, even into the late 1800s has now pushed women into a space where they are now, you know, by any means necessary. The attitude is by any means necessary. I have to look a certain way and it's heartbreaking um i remember watching hazel e go live 
because she flew to Turkey, I believe, and some a trip that was supposed to be like two weeks turned into a 30-day trip. It was really just heartbreaking, and my heart just broke for her because I just know that the internet is very unforgiving. It can be very mean, and how much they, you know, the internet teased her, calling her Hazel He, and... You know, to the point where she has nipped and tucked and nipped and tucked and nipped and tucked to where they took her real boobs. They had to take her boobs out and give her like four blood transfusions. And this is, you know, her daughter was a newborn. That That is how heavy the weight of other people's eyes are on her where she didn't even feel like she was comfortable enough to even let her womb heal after bringing forth a new life. You know, and nobody even talks about the pressure on uh, beautiful women to stay beautiful. What about the ones who, you know, who are already beautiful and you have to stay beautiful because the beauty standards have been raised and they've become unrealistic. And so now women are modifying their bodies in line with the ever changing and fleeting unrealistic beauty standards that we have forced upon society so you know in a nutshell i i don't see anything wrong with fixing what you don't like if you have the bread to do it fix it if you have the bread to keep fixing it i suggest you fix it I believe that we live in a time where you no longer have to look a certain way that you don't want to look. Um, you know, I come from an era where either you was fine or you wasn't. Okay, so now you have average women who were probably fives are now tens now. Okay, so anybody can be anything these days. You don't have to stay the same person. You don't even have to stay in the same body. And like I said... If you just hate your body and you just hate something on your body, fix it. No point in living with it. This podcast was literally to warn you of the side effects and to warn you if you were just too lazy or you just ill-informed or misinformed. It's literally to warn you, like I said, when done properly and responsibly. I think that body modification and plastic surgery is a beautiful thing. I, I feel as though, you know, they have perfected certain things about it. But when looking, um, when looking deeper, it's very sad. But it's nothing that we can really do about it because it's actually getting worse. So I just encourage, especially young girls, you know, if you're like 16 or 17, it. I want you to know that it's not really normal to, to be shaped like a, a Coke bottle. Okay, it's not... It's not the standard to be shaped like a figure eight. It is beautiful to be slim. Your your slim body type is beautiful. It is beautiful to be pear-shaped. It's beautiful to be apple-shaped. It's beautiful to be plus size. It's beautiful to be a BBW. You are beautiful and you look exactly how you are supposed to look. Okay? Instagram is a lie. They're lying. They're all lying to you. They only show you highlighted reels of their lives. Okay? Because what I want to tell you, young girls, and then I'm going to get off of here. If you don't fix what's wrong on the inside, you're going to still hate what's on the outside. And that is why you see some of your favorite celebs and your favorite Instagram models constantly at the doctor, 
over and over and getting nipped up and nipped and tucked and nipped and tucked and over and over and over and over the ones who are transparent then you have the ones who just lie about it and they just show up looking different which i don't see anything wrong with that because i'm a private person too but what i want you to know is that they're lying it's not real it is not real because i come from an era where people actually had to live in the moment they had to exist in that instance where people did not have phones to escape to when reality was just too boring or too much for them um i come from an era where what you see is what you get everything is 3d okay i i don't i can't relate because i don't know what it's like to grow up constantly being reminded how imperfect i am and that is why I believe that TikTok and Instagram with their beauty algorithms are just cancerous to young girls. That's another podcast. But um, that's all I have to say on this topic for now. If you want to follow me on Instagram, my name is Ashley underscore Alexis. Alexis has two X's. And also feel free to leave me any voice notes. You guys, I love to hear your rebuttals. Keep them coming. And um, have a great night. Love you. Bye.